Acupuncture. Acupuncture is the original biohack. Binaural beats. Nootropics. Tom, can you even spell nootropics? Supplements. Psychedelics. They told us not to take drugs. Now there's all this research on taking drugs. Science of compounding. Orgasmic meditation. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff we find interesting. I don't want to spend 12 grand to shine a red light on my junk. Just a couple of guys talking about somewhat strange health stuff. There's something weird here, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Reverent Health starts now. Hello, Tom. Hey, Matt. What's up, man? What is shaking? I don't know, man. You know I'm fired up today. You are absolutely I'm, fired up. I'm fired up. Uh, and it's not just the uh, amazing Irish whiskey I picked up for yeah. St. Patty's Day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I am woefully unprepared for this holiday. Um, so uh, when I, you know, it's funny. When I lived in Hoboken, um, New Jersey, they have, yeah. for anybody who's not from the area, they have one of the most epic St. Patrick's Day parties I've ever been to. I, I've actually been to, you know, New York City one, San Francisco yeah. one. I've been to actually the second best one I think I've ever been to. Probably, maybe even tied for first would be um, Savannah, Georgia. Really? They have an also a huge, enormous uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. Now, is it Boston or Chicago that dies the river green? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Somebody, one of those two. I, I feel like we got to check that one out. Yeah. Uh, um, although, what am I saying? I fucking see people dressed in green amassing and I go home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I did. I did what city and it's and put D and it filled out. Uh, really? The, yeah. Chicago is the answer to this question. But it's funny. It auto filled from like what city D like that <laughs> the first thing dies its river green uh, I, I i that that is hysterical to yeah me, it's man. really funny i mean so funny story about this uh, well anyway real quick the hoboken one yeah, is yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of fun so we we basically were i mean my whole uh 20s was spent in hoboken and so every year we did the, the same oh absolutely yeah, yeah and it was like basically a week before or two weeks before saint patrick's day so not really i can't remember when it was but it was a lot of fun. So anyway, fast forward, a buddy of mine is getting married and he wants to go to St. Patrick's Day down in Savannah, Georgia, which is apparently has like a Hoboken-like uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. So we go down there for the bachelor party and we're there. And essentially, it's it's as fun as everybody said. Like we had a blast, but we actually went with an Irish guy, an actual Irish guy, like a, a real Irish guy. Um, a and, real Irish guy. <laughs> well, and well, here's why that's an important differentiator in this story he is actually from ireland and apparently and i i honestly can't for the life of me imagine why this is a thing but apparently it's very 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 common for people down there to fake an irish accent in order to hit on girls <laughs> while in savannah so we did not know about this uh obviously because none of us are from there and um we were there and uh, there was a girl with us as well, and she's part of this group too. And these two girls come over, they say hello, and as soon as he opens his mouth, they're like, "Why are you fucking lying Why about you doing being that? Irish?" Yeah, <laughs> and he starts laughing, and we're like, "What?" We we look at her and we look back at him, and we're all, of course, chuckling because we've known each other for years. Yeah, and I'm like, 
I'm sorry, what? What did you say? Like, she's like, oh yeah, everybody down here fakes being Irish. I'm like, that's a thing. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> like, and so I was like, actually, he is absolutely Irish. He's and it took us Irish. It took us forever to convince these girls. And then it basically became a game where like, how could these girls not believe that he's Irish? Like, I mean, we just weren't so and it's when we finally did get around to convincing them that he was Irish, they were like, dude, that officially makes you the hottest guy in Savannah right now. So we're all like, now we're laughing even more because, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's, he's your buddy and you're like, you just heard this line at a bar. You're like, oh, I'm going to relentlessly make fun of you for the rest of time about this one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So anyway, for all my previous uh, love of this holiday, I am woefully uh, uh, unprepared. Uh, yeah, you know, look, I, I mean... I, I, the, the, the funniest, oh God, this is going to embarrass my kid and probably my wife if they hear sure. this. The funniest Irish story I have is my older one was, was an infant still breastfeeding. And, uh, I go, well, you know, you're, you're, you're all redheads. Let me go get some cabbage and corned beef and we'll, we'll do this. And, uh, my, <laughs> my wife eats it. And the next day, just, just, just horrible gas right okay so it, to make matters worse my, my poor infant daughter was just like miserably farting her head off all day like just backed up oh, miserable came, came out through the just came out through the breast milk and it wow. was like That's it hilarious. was and like and, and then when we had the second one uh i was like hun you're not yeah not and having, this is not happening you, you're not having corned beef and cabbage this year that's so funny yeah that is really funny yeah so we'll be able to edit this out yeah you know what we'll you have know what? two and, versions and of the show what's the craziest thing is you know i mentioned appropriation before in my little rant there like it, you know we we have it happening all the time corned beef is is a is a traditional jewish preparation for for that cut of meat and oh yeah and, and i do love me a little cat's deli yeah uh, you know but isn't it isn't it crazy that that became in at least in the U.S., known as like the Irish dinner that you have on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it seems to be what everybody serves. I don't even. I'd never even thought to look that up. I just figured it was some kind of Irish, you know. Tradition. No, no. It's so it comes. It comes from. You remember that movie, Gangs of New York? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So there, there is some historical. Uh, you know, so you had Jewish slums right next to Irish slums, right next to Italian slums. And everybody was hurting for money and, and, you know, meat was a high priced item. So they were always trying to get like the cured cheapest cuts. Right. And one of those was corned beef. And so the Irish started doing it right. You know, they started making it and, and it became a staple in, in New York city for, for Irish people trying to get some protein in their bodies. And that is crazy. Never thought to look that one up. No, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if you ordered that in Ireland, they'd probably wonder what was wrong with you. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, well, uh, I'll be uh, looking that up on my next trip to Ireland. So I'm, I want to yeah, see. I, that, that, I mean, have they appropriated it now? Do they do they I, also I buy know. into the legend? Well, you, you know? know, this is the crazy thing. Italy has pizza, right? I mean, that makes sense, right? It's, it's an Italian word. Um, if you go outside of Italy, it's American style pizza that they sell. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I granted we fast food chained everything and that's ubiquitous, but it's it's just a crazy thing to me that like, no, man, they think they think fucking Pizza Hut is 
Yeah. <laughs> this is true authentic. This is authentic. Yeah. My mom one time was like, you know, I just really like the authentic food at Olive Garden. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if she was kidding or if, if she was real. My guess is though, from where my parents came from, that probably was as legitimate. The closest, yeah, yeah, the closest situation that would have even approached Italian food. But, hey, hey, man, unlimited breadsticks. I I mean, seriously, you could do worse than an Olive Garden, I guess. But, <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, like, honestly, if, if that's if that's the fine cuisine uh, of the area. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're going to take the Olive Garden anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Exactly. And you're like, well, listen, at least here I know what I'm up against. Like, well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think any chain, I think the 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 draw of a chain is you know that wherever you go it's going to be the same oh yeah absolutely you know it's funny i was doing a um doing a lunch club the other day and the woman i i uh, matched with was in england wow i still got to do that man i feel you know what? I feel it's like- a lot of fun but we like talked about mcdonald's of- she's been at mcdonald's she did her uh, masters over in japan yeah. And she is from Portugal and uh she lives now in England. Um That's awesome. Yeah, so she we, we were talking about McDonald's because we were I was like so we try not to eat at chains when we travel, but have you been to McDonald's in Portugal? Like she goes, "Yeah, we go all the time." I said, "Okay, so have you been what how does it relate to Mc, you you've been to a bunch of cool places like where what's japanese mcdonald's like and then she's like yeah they are there's a lot of similarities but there are also some regional differences that have like special things on the menu and i was like now i almost want to make it like a point of a travel just so i have this like side but you you know dialogue. as like a white american you walk into J- japanese mcdonald's and they're like there it is guys yeah, see we, we told have, you yeah right um although i did hear that they have like a i don't know if they have it all the time they have like I, they don't call it a goth burger but it's a black bun and like all the ingredients they make black and they do oh. it with squid ink but I was like, I don't, I don't like, I kind of want to know what that is. Yeah. Right. You know, like, like I want to yeah, have that like taste. Right. But like at the same time, it's like, what, what, why? Right. <laughs> well, know? I look at it too. It's like, you know, it'd be neat to just know, like you said, like stuff like that, like what it tastes like. Cause it's totally unique, but also wouldn't mind comparing the chicken nuggets from, from country. Yeah, oh country. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, what is that? You know, I don't know. It's, it's like one of those things where I'm like, that would be an interesting culinary experiment. You know, like, do you go to Japan. Do you guys call it a McRoyale with cheese? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If they get that reference, that 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 would be amazing. So we got a fired up version of Tom tonight. Uh, a, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm licking some wounds right now. Um. I got involved with a uh, Maryland Acupuncture Society. I took a a, a leadership position, uh, and and I think I told you this. I was I was kind of goaded into it. I I served my two terms, my eight years on the Maryland Board of Acupuncture, and the Maryland Board of Acupuncture. You're kind of bound to like it's it's public safety. It's not about what you want for your field. It's not about 
uh, promoting yourself or your practice or acupuncture as a whole. It's, you know, hey, are these people keeping their patients safe? Um, are these things acupuncture and are people performing them safely, right? And that's kind of what we dealt with on the daily. Occasionally, things would come up where it's like, look, we think this group is practicing acupuncture. Um, before I got appointed to the board, there is a technique called dry needling. And uh, I think what's gotten me fired up about it is I have a hard time with professions that I refer to regularly doing dry needling because they basically used some fancy legal footwork to appropriate acupuncture. So, so we're going to get into the specifics of what this we're going to get into the specifics. Yeah, I'm like going to throw the, fists. So here's what I, here's what I'm curious about. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the, the reason I asked you to talk about this tonight is because I was I was guarded about this too. Yeah. I didn't want to I didn't want to come off hot headed. Well, I just want to fr- well, and and that's kind of why I'm framing the conversation here, right? Like yeah, yeah. What, what I want to know, what what I want to focus on today here, because there's a million things. Like, look, as a person who's I- involved in a couple different industries, like I yeah. th- that I feel really passionate about, like a hundred percent. If there's like some outside foreign body coming to fucking parasite its ass into my territory oh absolutely like i'm i take it very personally and i get that so like there's a whole emotional reaction on that side but i think more more curious for me today is more along the lines of a couple things right one why are those groups interested at all (laughs) inappropriately right like there's a there's a genesis moment for them right you you know how i blame everything on capitalism And then, and then second to that is why is their ask so egregious from a, from an acupuncture function. So, so so I'd love it if we can kind of, let's start with the first one, right? All right. You're going to have to rein me in a little bit. That's cool. That's I'm, I'm with you here, man. So. On that side, right? I'm a physical therapist. I'm a personal yeah. trainer. I'm. I don't know. I. I don't know. Or. Or frankly, it's not. Oh, right if you call a physical therapist a personal trainer, you're going to start fights. No, no, no. Too, no. I'm. I'm like, saying like I don't know how many other groups were sort of brought into this orbit, but but it's it's it. So one right now, it's just licensed healthcare professionals. Okay, but. Um, that being said, it is currently physical therapists and meaning my cardiologist, my neurologist, my, like a doctor, doctor. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so uh, those are MDs. Those are all medical doctors. That is a specific training. They then go out and specialize, right? Physical therapists are just doctors of physical therapy. When I started, they, I think they just had a bachelor's requirement. Uh, and then a lot of those people were grandfathered in. I'm probably saying that wrong and I'm going to get attacked for that, but it, That's it fine. doesn't, that won't it be, doesn't. That, that'll be the easiest thing to pick on you for after today. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, but you know, but uh, you know, what we're seeing now is anybody that wants to pick up an acupuncture needle can, can do, so do so right. under the guise of doing dry needling, which so, is so not, hold on. Get, okay, let, let's ahead. get to that in one second. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. First of all, First of all, so so just to define the group we're talking about, it's basically non-acupuncturists with non-acupuncturists, no acupuncture. physical right. therapists, chiropractors, and now athletic trainers are knocking on the door. Okay, and, and right. we've so, heard. Okay, go. We'll ahead. assume that they all come for the ride because 
if they if they want let one in, they're letting them all in. So like, I oh, mean, that's like, that's exactly what the the state right. is doing right now. Well, of course. Well, I mean, you can't really. I mean, then you got to get into the argument. Like, think of this from just to play devil's advocate for a second. If you're the state. Do you really want to get involved with trying to striate the, the subtle differences between all of these? Well, and and we're going to circle back to the state, too, because I got a real fucking big bone to pick with them. Right. too. But they're not going to. But basically what I'm saying is like it's easier to just keep inviting newbies to the party. Oh, oh you it, can't shut the door once you. Yeah, open, right. Basically. Then it is to argue the validity of a chiropractor versus a sports trainer like. The, and and that's like exactly the argument more, we use. They're right. like, look, we have that training. You're letting them do it. Let us do it. Right. Well, that's my that's my point. And and yeah. to your point that, that there's no end of the people that come through that gate once. It's yeah. Open, yeah. Right? And then and then you you diminish, you know, and, and this is the funny thing. You We mentioned medical doctors before. Right. Your cardiologist might damn well know how to do, uh, you, you know, order the right labs for for GI stuff. They might know the tests to order, but they're not going to do it. They got enough respect for the gastrointestinal guy to refer you over to them. Right. Now right. we have people with different degrees going, oh, that's that's cute. We can do that, too. And, uh, you know, so basically well, you saw that originally with pediatricians being allowed to inject Botox. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, their their scope is uh, to tr diagnose and treat disease. That's how broad that scope is. Well, I know. And then when your scope says that broad, then what ends up happening is when when, <laughs> you know, migraines become uh, qualified you know, lumped in with Botox. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, fuck everybody with an uh, with a medical yeah. license can do it now. Now, do you know at the time I, I had a uh, plastic surgery client uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the, in the, uh, website of things. And they were real passionately upset about the transition from plastic surgeons specifically and only exclusively being able to, to do Botox, which was obviously a multi-billion dollar billion industry. dollar. Yeah. yeah. And, and you there's know. dollar signs there, right? Right. But, yeah, so, you know. but they also went to school to be a plastic surgeon you know, and so I, there's but always that's on top of their medical degree, right? That's a specialization. No, right? of course, so they, but what I'm they saying, have the like same groundwork across the right. board. Yeah. Um, and, and if the implication, if the, if the use is that different, right? I mean, I've seen Botox used for primary dystonia, which is a, like a, a, a loss of voice due to the, the vocal cords being too tight. Right. Um, I've seen it used for, uh, hyperhidrosis for excessive sweating. Uh, oh, interesting. I, I haven't heard it for that. I, I know yeah. there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, oh, wow, geez, I just totally lost it. They, they, the migraine thing, that's what it was. The that, migraine it, thing is, is huge. Is the migraine giant. thing is like, huge. Yeah. That was like the best thing that ever happened to Botox outside of people wanting to get rid of crow's feet. <laughs> I, uh, you know, like but, they but were at like, the same oh time, my God, our drug is literally worth double now. <laughs> we, 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 we are, we are looking at a field where all of that, is outside of the FDA approval, right? You know, and and there's nothing wrong with it if it's working. MDs do it all the time. They they appropriate drugs from one category to another. So what, what I wanted to ask these, you, the, the reason yeah. I brought this up though is I wanted to compare the contrast of of that. plastic surgeons to uh, pediatricians, P yeah, as it compares to uh, acupuncturists to a personal trainer. So. 
All right. So it, personal it, trainers are out of it. That's that's a that's a certification that is not right, a so regulated. Um, OK, chiropractor, whatever. Right. Yeah, chiropractor, PT. And I'm just I'm just doing that because like the last thing I need is. Oh, no, I know that, that's that fair. We somebody do, that took like a weekend training course to work people out. We should now, we should use yeah. the most specific language we can here because these yeah. these are actually like in a, in a not so subtle way sort of playing into subtleties, right? Like there's, they're, well, they're, and, and, they're and that's in. where that's kind of where the door got opened. Right. It's like, well, right. you guys do that too. Right. Well, that's um, why. So that, so again, this is all, this is all reason why I brought it up like this. Yeah. Right? Like is, do you, and I think I know the answer to this, but like, are you as upset about the transition from plastic surgeon to pediatrician for a Botox thing or, the slide from a chiropractor. That, that to- is a, the, a same field with the same baseline education, knowledge of pharmacology, knowledge of injection techniques, these things. Yes, there is specialization after that, but that's the same. But there is that's not the right. same argument as here's a completely different school of thought. Here's a completely different profession that is now picking up a tool that's explicitly for one profession the right. federal definition of an acupuncture needle only is to perform acupuncture it's not to dry needle that came much much later i mean acupuncture needles you know historically we had a formalized set of nine going back three thousand years ago there's records of needle therapy in asia going back nine thousand years Acupuncture needles weren't supposed to be picked up in dry needling. So there was a doctor named Janet Travell, who was actually, I found out she was JFK's personal doctor. Mm. Uh, So, you know, highfalutin doctor, very well known, very distinguished. And uh, she, and I can tell you where highfalutin comes from, but that's a different story. That's, that's all one day. day. Um, But anyway, within that, she had done some really advanced deep knowledge or deep dive on musculoskeletal systems and using them as the cause of pain. Now we're talking late sixties, early seventies when she started putting these theories together, right? So she came up with this term called trigger point. Okay, great. We all know what a trigger point is. That's, that's common vernacular, especially if you're into fitness or you've, you know, you've done uh, any manual type therapies. Well, Okay, well, she found that if she took a syringe, a dry, I, what, I think it was like a 30, 20, 21 gauge syringe. That's about the size of a like an insulin syringe, uh, but the length would be different as far as the width. Gotcha. Uh, okay. and, and basically, for lack of a better term, peck the shit out of a trigger point, it would relax. She also found that if she palpated, which is something that acupuncturists do on the daily, an area, like, so let's say you had pain in the back of your neck. Well, if she walked down those muscle groups, she would find other trigger points. And sometimes those were more painful, and sometimes those were more effective at relieving the pain in the localized area. So... It didn't stop there because her research, she was well aware of acupuncture. She admits that there was a huge correlation between trigger point therapy and acupuncture therapy. Uh, There is an acupuncturist and uh, I don't want to call him out, but I'm thinking about writing an article saying uh, he's he's a giant fanboy of Travell and this is where we ended up because of him. But um, 
plenty of acupuncturists were studying trigger point therapy or or dry needling as it then became known because the syringe was not drawing up a comp it wasn't drawing up blood or fluid and it wasn't injecting anything it was quote unquote dry so there's no way that's not part of this legal slide because well this is where it gets swirly and this is where uh no one, and there's a few medical doctors in our state Senate, and there's a few medical doctors in our House of Delegates. They don't have this savvy level. Travell, an MD, and her co-author Simmons, who is also an MD, said you can't use an acupuncture needle because it doesn't disturb the tissue enough. It's too thin. The thickest acupuncture needle won't have the effect. So what had happened was a few years went by and, uh, you know, Travell had her pain management clinics and she was teaching MDs and, uh, you know, MDs love to turf work out, right? They don't want to do the work. If you, if you, if you're ever in a hospital, you're only going to see the MD for like this much. You're going to see a hell of a lot of nurses. You're probably going to see a PT if it's something physical. Um, yeah, you know, so you're going to have be you know, in a bunch of other people's cares, but they're supposed to be like an MD quarterbacking. Well, what ended up happening was these, these MDs would show somebody dry needling and they would start doing the dry needling as part of people's rehabs and things. There was a second physician who was studying Travell's original work. And he said, well, you know, I'd like to compare whether or not you can do it with an acupuncture needle as well as a syringe. Um, he found similar results to Travell. The one thing he didn't do in any of his studies was to compare directly syringe to acupuncture needle. So we can't tell from his work if one of them was more effective than the other. A third MD who was also a licensed acupuncturist who also happened to be Asian. And this is where it gets a little squirrely for me. I believe he, he was attempting to give himself more credibility by knocking down acupuncture. He called dry needling the use of any needle that something wasn't injected in. He started using what, what, uh, people call filiform needles and it's because they don't want to call it an acupuncture needle because they, they don't want to compare. Oh, look, it's acupuncture. Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, it's filiform. No. It, yeah. It says fucking acupuncture on the box boy. Uh, but anyway, another, another sensitive spot for me. Keep, keep, keep you on the rails here, buddy. Keep you on the rails. So, so with, with that, he started explaining traditional Chinese medicine com concepts in Western terminology. Why? Because you can. <laughs> because we have the studies that say, yes, I'm not making this shit up. You want to call it chi flow, that's fine. If I want to talk about nerve impulse, if I want to talk about circulation, if I want to talk about cytokines being downregulated, if I want to talk about neurotransmitters being upregulated, I have plenty of studies to mention that. Now, what I've seen in chiropractic and physical therapy, and I'm sure to some extent athletic trainers, although PTs and chiros far outnumber them. So, you, yeah, 
And I feel like athletic trainers had their like they kind of been crushed down by PTs, but that's another episode. Maybe we'll have a PT. I don't fucking hate on. Uh, um, And I shouldn't say that. I've got a handful of PTs that I actually actually treat my clinic right now. And I refer to a couple. Right. Um, So within that and I and I have uh, more chiropractors that I actually refer to as well. But within that, what ended up happening was, I believe, uh, they weren't getting patients when you use the syringe. Why? It fucking hurts. <laughs> um, and they weren't getting the results. So they switched to something milder. Now, which is an acupuncture, an acupuncture needle, <laughs> right. right? And at some point, the lobby groups that be convinced the general public, as well as anybody in legislation, that dry needling wasn't acupuncture, even though we have a 90% correlation between trigger points and acupuncture points, even though they're using a nationally defined tool that is only for acupuncture, only FDA approved for acupuncture, for dry needling. Uh, And... Now, instead of doing the technique where they're going in, stimulating one point and taking the needle out after they get that muscle twitch release, they're now retaining needles. They are doing distal points and retaining those. They're hooking them up to electric stim, which has never been part of regular training. Those electric stim units, by the way, are for electroacupuncture. They're not... They're, they're not, a, there's never one that says, Hey, this is for PTs. Uh, you know, they might use an, an, uh, an electric stim that you change the pads out and you put hook clips on, but that's what acupuncturists were using going back to the God, uh, twenties or thirties when, when we invented them for electroacupuncture. Now what the problem is, and I'm sorry, man, I'm, I'm going here. No, no, um, keep, keep going. This, this, this is exactly what I was looking for. Is is that they are now on top of completely appropriating acupuncture. They're not giving credence to where it comes from. The other thing is they're spreading propaganda against us. They're saying, oh, we we needle deeper than they do. Well, two problems with that. Every needle that's made that says acupuncture on it comes in different lengths. We have one called a wheat shaft needle that we've been using for 2,000 years. It's called a wheat shaft needle because it's long enough to go the entire length of your back. (laughs) You know, we can do it superficially, but we thread down the entire channel. So if that exists, in what fucking world do dry needle people, dry needling practitioners, I don't even want to give them that fucking uh, acupuncture appropriators, uh, acu- Chinese medicine colonizers. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'll, right, I'll go for it. Back on the track, buddy. Um, John Brown did nothing. <clears throat> back uh, on the um, track, buddy. Okay. Anyway, but like in what world is that argument valid? It's not. Now, the other thing is they're mm. saying, oh, our training is superior to acupuncturists. Da, 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 da. No, I wasn't allowed to play until my entry level was a master's degree. My master's degree required three and a half years, not because masters should, because they assumed no one had the undergraduate level of education they needed to be an acupuncturist. So even though people walked into my school with a BA, they still had to do three and a half years minimum to be able to pick up an acupuncture needle. 
And that and that was like the first, right? And they said, oh, don't worry. At some point, we'll follow the other professions and we'll we'll get you a doctorate. We'll grandfather you in. Well, no college wants to grandfather anybody in. For me to get my doctorate, I had to go back when the program existed. And it was about a year, year, although some people take two to do it. So we're talking, I've got fellow colleagues that all have six to seven postgraduate years. PTs don't have that. Chiropractors don't have that. And that's all to let me pick up a fucking needle, which they're letting people do an 80 hour course. And that's only in Maryland. Maryland has the highest restrictions for it right now. So is this happening nationwide? This is happening nationwide and in certain states. And and look, I'm going to throw shade at my own fucking profession. We've got way too many fucking people showing up to like, you know, their state assembly meetings in fucking sandals and fucking tie dye T-shirts. It doesn't happen as much now. (laughs) And and thank God for the younger kids, because they're looking at it as like, no, this is a medical practice. But um, and I'm saying younger kids are all probably in their 40s, too. But they so just <clears throat> all right. So so thank you. Yeah, by the way. That's re- exactly really back in. Well, hold on. That's exactly what I was looking for. It's exactly yeah, what you I wanted the doing. rage. <clears throat> well, what I wanted, because I think it. it so <clears throat> I'm not as proximally close to this issue as you are. Right. Like you, yeah. you are you are in it. Right. So the, the the passion you have for this is obviously understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But just as I brought up the Botox issue, right? Yeah. We are in a rapidly evolving ecosystem yeah. when it comes to therapies of any kind. Like, right? It doesn't matter. Absolutely. New Absolutely. age, spiritual, Ayurvedic, tantric. I mean, give what there are therapies in every direction, infinitely in each direction, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that was not always the case, right? We have a, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a pretty, evolved audience these days when you talk about these things like our world views are vastly wider than just one generation ago half a generation oh i i mean within 10 years i think our worlds were rocked i i you know i joked with a friend like hey when i got to college i was excited because they had dsl yeah like you know it was like so it still it still was 20 minutes to download a photo and here's the (laughs) here's the crazy thing right they say many, many different fields, many different predictions yeah. of the future model agree on not many things, but one thing they all agree on. We will see more change in the next 10 years oh, than absolutely. we have seen in the last 100. Oh, a- absolutely. And and David Hull harps on that right. all the time. And David says that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so here's the thing. Let's frame the next segment of this conversation through that lens for one second, because okay. I think... I think here's where the world starts to get interesting, right? And here's why I think so. You have absolutely 100% valid points. Well, I I also would say, and this is one more thing before we jump. I think I know where you're going. The amount of education is also backed by the amount of scientific studies. No, no, no. Listen, I I, I had you covered there. Okay. All right. Good. So here's the thing. You are absolutely right. It, it, it was looked at through the educational lens. This is an absolutely asynchronous, right? Yeah. Because on one hand, you've got a group of people that go to school for six, seven, eight years 
to do this. And what they're getting in that is not only the tactile skills to do it, but also where it came from and how it evolved there. And it's, it's, I don't want to say it's spiritual, but it, it it's, well, it's there, more there than there academic. Is that. Right? Well, like and it's, it's also more than physical, right? So we we also treat internal disorders. We treat uh, psychological disorders. But that's my disorders. point. Like it's more yeah. of a the learning is not unidirectional, right? Like it's yeah. not. It, it, it's it's a more nuanced treatment. There are a bunch of things in play, and like that takes more than a minute to tell somebody, right? So, if yeah. you're looking at acupuncture, or and let's let's just kind of make it more generic. If you're looking at any act that involves putting a what we will call an acupuncture needle in or out of your skin, then yeah. it falls in the same category. So is it possible when back to the lens of the next yeah. 10 years is yeah. more change than the last hundred, is it possible that opening up in 10 years, we look back on this conversation and say, yeah. you know what? Had that rule not passed, we would have never allowed X, Y, and Z in. And now this person Jane Doe, she, because she was able to do that, figured out a very different thing than had ever been figured out. And I'm not, we're obviously talking like best no, mythical this is, case. This is Beth Miss. So, so here's, here's what I would say about that, right? And only, hold on just real quick. Okay. Only reason that this mythical example would be able to come up with that is because they're not looking at your profession from an inside view. They're looking at it from an outside view. So the meaning of needle and the, the 50 million ways you know how to use that needle mm -hmm, mm -hmm. don't apply to her, right? Like they're not, they're not in her evaluatory process about this at all. She's just like, I'm looking for a way to do this thing, right? And, yeah. and here's the tools I have at my disposal. Here's this bag of needles, including this wheat straw whatever the hell you called it like I, I just i just gave them another fucking toy to play with is basically what i did by saying that like there's a <laughs> there's a thing where like somebody goes like hey tom you know about that yeah i'm not going to talk about that yeah why that, like i don't want somebody to fucking take it from me right right well um, here's but, my here, here's my yeah. thing though like those things you know how to use in a way that you deem appropriate but if you gave them to me and said just take your best guess on what you do with this thing i'd probably come up with a 500 things you've never even thought about using yeah i probably but yeah i like so the the big issue for me is yeah. the safety right so but in what there, but in what sense T tell yeah, me what's so, safer so it, we like we let's get specific what is safety? specifically mean? yeah so so safety now this is the problem we we know that the most common severe side effect from acupuncture mm -hmm. is pneumothorax. That is a punctured lung. Okay. And that is, that is harped on in every acupuncture school when needling the chest, the shoulder, uh, even the abdomen, how to do that safely. An 80 hour course ain't going to do it. And to tell you the truth, now this is where it gets pro problematic, right? So, Boards are driven by complaints. I know personally of three people that have had a punctured lung from physical therapists doing dry needling. And it's not always where you think it is. More often than not, left shoulder when they needle the trap. And this is anatomical because the heart angles this way. This left lung comes up and it's very superficial around here, right? So... I know three people. Well, why can't I use them when I go to argue against physical therapists doing it? Because they didn't report. 
Well, why didn't they report? I didn't want to get the guy in trouble. He's a nice guy. He just made a mistake. Well, yeah, the mistake was stepping into somebody else's field without the proper training. Yeah. So, so wait, he, oh, he did it to them. The physical therapist did it to, well, and, and it was three different physical therapists with three different people. But, you know, I said, well, why didn't you at least call the board and let them know what happened? Right. I, I don't want to make trouble for the guy. I wasn't trying to get money from him. I didn't want to. No, no, this is a this is a. But you had the, a fucking the, punctured lung, dude. You, you know, yeah. and, and if you, if we Google this, there was an Olympic uh, uh, judo practitioner that nearly died from it. And who was it? Athletic trainer. You know, somebody yeah. in Ireland nearly died re- like as this case came up with the athletic trainers. And I'm like, why aren't we saying that? Oh, because it's not it's not in America. Oh, oh, that's right. Other humans don't have lungs. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know what? I was it, like, it, like oh, what the fuck? It, it, you know, somebody just said the other day that there is a country and, and I can't remember. I can't remember what country it is, but drug companies in America go and get the FDA approval in that country. The whatever the equivalent of FDA is because it's really easy to do. And it costs like an 18th of the cost of doing it here. But here's the thing. When you have it in another country saying you're just moving it to the U.S., even when you add up those two processes together, it's still cheaper. infinitely cheaper, yeah. Than than doing it all in-house, you know, in the United States. So I'm like sitting there going, I just laugh at it because like the U.S. obviously has got to know how fucking overtly shady that is. They probably set that loophole up on purpose. Well, look at who's working in the FDA. Look at the people that run that. They're giant. They're people that came from giant drug companies and they'll use the argument that like, well, I'm from the industry. I know what the standard should be. And it's like, yeah, but when you're done with the FDA, where are you going? You're going back to that drug company? Right. right, You you know, it's like. (laughs) Well, and and so like this is where. So. So, yeah, I mean, it's that is exactly what what the the weird thing is, is because you're you're right. We oftentimes are like persuaded one way or the other of humans in other countries when you're kind of like, well, wait a minute. They're also dudes and 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 girls right like they're not yeah they're, they're not they, fucking it's not like a different person. it's not a different it's not a species different, in fucking italy than it is here yeah, like yeah, what the yeah, fuck? yeah. <laughs> I, I mean well but that that's that's i think a big issue we could take that to a global scale with any issue right i mean you know no, i know those, but just using those, those people examples. don't look like me yeah you know? but just using those two examples though you got one country that's like playing up to it and they're like dude we're yeah. gonna make it cheap as fuck and we're going to have a fucking little crazy product for our country that has is totally in shade, but who cares? Who cares? Us, well, you know, they probably they, they probably won't let them sell it in that country. Yeah, uh, right. And it can't even be sold here. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck but, the but, so, you know, so anyway, so, where I was going with that, though, is, yeah. is like, is it not possible that your your reaction, despite mm-hmm. having many things founded in in logical, you know, yeah. things that we could put a literal sticker on and be like, this is right. This is right. But like fast forward 10 years, like, could this not possibly end up being a good thing for your industry in the sense that you'll have almost two versions of it. You'll have like the McDonald's version of it with your athletic trainer. If you, if you pulled a groin or, you know, yeah, whatever. it's, it's, so, but if you're trying problem. to lose weight or get not depressed or no, whatever, we're not, we're not I'm talking go, lose I'm going, weight, but no, no, but I'm going uh, to my acupuncturist and I only know yeah, there's a I, difference. So, so the problem is 
that they're saying this technique is one superior to saying that it's completely safe. So they're lying to the public and they did that uh, right to the faces of our, you know, health and whatever committees. And, you know, they're they're presenting it in a way. And, and this is where the problem is you can't have a turf war. What I needed was somebody with a punctured lung to get up and say, yeah, this asshole did it to me. They exist. They're all over the place. Mm. And and most acupuncturists, like within a week, I've had, you know, I've had up to five or six people come in and go like, I got dry needling at the PT. I'll never do that again. Oh, really? You know, so and and this is this is where it gets weird. Right. So our government basically said you can't have a turf war. This can't be fought because you're doing something. Well, they turned around and pulled our regs because they said, no, you're doing something that isn't in your scope. And I'm like, no, no, no. Our board determined it was. Why isn't why aren't we calling this a turf war? I I believe there is and I'm going to use the word ethnocentric because I think racist is probably the wrong term here. But because our medicine is associated with theories that go back pre-medicine, right? We're talking about Taoist theories, Buddhist theories. Right. They exist in there, but we have the medical research. You know, I, I think I told you this offline. If we looked at systematic reviews from the Cochrane database, acupuncture has more systematic reviews, which are collections of all the studies on a given topic, than physical therapists and chiropractors put together. So why why am I not getting the respect when I say I have a doctorate too? Mine took longer to get, you know. But and, here's and, the thing, though, and and you're but again, you got to draw you you got to be self aware enough about this to recognize the difference between you being right about that component of it and not yeah. and, and not looking at it through a wider lens to say, look, yes, there is a capitalist principle in motion here like these people oh, absolutely this is a shiny new to toy yeah, for them right, right. this is this is all it is and and i've watched physical therapists go through this where they were all like renting from chiropractors or running these little shops just to get like we're just going to crank out old people yeah you, you know and now they all wanted a gym and like right. oh i'm going to be associated with a gym and like you go to the merit there's a fucking pt office right in the place and right like why we do sports rehab well once again, you're not athletic trainers, but, uh, right. you know, on the same token, it's like they've been having this turf war and they were the ones that actually pulled us into it. You know, uh, and and I feel like they're not this is not for patient betterment. This is to add one more number onto that bill. And what I hope is going to happen is either they're going to be so blatantly unsuccessful with it long term because it's funny because even the studies they have they go well we have evidence-based studies and it's like yeah and they cite every acupuncture study that does that's already been done on it so it's kind of you know it's like how is it different you're using that like you know and then and then like one one of the uh, old executive directors got cutesy and he was like well you know surgeons use hammers and carpenters use hammers so you know it's it's not really about the tool and i'm like show me in fucking home depot where the surgical hammers are 
please show me like <laughs> like that's a fucking that is fucking bullshit and and, but, and speaking about home depot it, like try to get a carpenter to do some plumbing we but, we have we have fucking general contractors with more morals than healthcare workers yeah that's but yeah, no, 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 that's electric you get an electrician for that i don't do that shit i don't do that like, shit. Don't they, they, they respect each other's fields and nobody touches drywall no fuck drywall man <laughs> no, i hate no. that <laughs> so here here's the question though right like I totally look, look, I, I just got to keep and, and clearly I'm looking at it under, under my look, I've been doing this for like, you know, since school t- almost 25 years now. Yeah. So I've been doing martial arts for uh, just to take over 20 years. Right. And yeah, yeah. like, I, I love jujitsu, right? Like I love yeah. it. Like I love it. It's fantastic, but I absolutely detest Brazilian jujitsu. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and because it's not the same thing, right? It, it they are different, right? I don't like Taekwondo and I don't like uh, Judo for the exact same reasons. They are all sports that came out of 5,000-year-old art forms, yeah. right? So Taekwondo wasn't even developed until the 40s. Like the 1940s, like well, like, they Hyungdo is or something. No, I know, but but hold on. Yeah, the Taekwondo was Korean amalgam of a bunch of actual very yeah. old martial arts styles that became pushed into a martial art sandwich and put some rules around it and some points, and all of a sudden you get Taekwondo. And here's the thing: I know some very accomplished Taekwondo guys. It's yeah. very pretty to watch. Like it's, it, it's fun yeah. to watch. It's very, very almost like poetic to watch. You, you ever see a I, I mean, a black belt Taekwondo guy stuff. Yeah. do a fucking yeah. flying roundhouse? It's breathtaking. Like it is yeah. fantastic. Have you seen the YouTube video of the dude who does a jumping roundhouse and unscrews the bottle off the top of a Coke bottle? Yeah. That shit is legit. Like, I mean, yeah. and, and here's the thing. Love it. But if you want to call it martial arts, I will fucking throw down on your ass with my so, 5,000 year old fucking jujitsu. Right. Well, on but, but you know, I, cause but, there's like, no to, fucking corollary between that shit and real jujitsu, right. Or real martial arts in general to, like, to, but to your, to, to your previous argument, like what, what is the next evolution? Well, what is MMA? Right. Like, well, no, exactly. But my point exactly. So the only reason MMA doesn't infuriate the living shit out of me is because we have evolved to describe it in the more accurate terms, right? It's a mixed martial art, right? Martial art is, <laughs> is a definition of anything involving your physicality, right? It's martial yeah. and it's an art. So, form so maybe maybe they should have called it mixed acupuncture. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> I, of- I, I guess what I'm suggesting is is that it's it is insulting. Like many people for many different reasons can feel conflicted about what you called an appropriation of one thing to another. But honestly speaking, all I've seen it ever as on the martial arts side is a logical movement from one place to another, usually for an entirely different outcome. Right. And in, and, and I would argue that that in your in your world, this is actually very true because they're not using it like you can use 
acupuncture for everything from depression to weight loss to whatever. I mean, there's a million things you can use it for, mm -hmm. right? Like theirs doesn't seem to be as broad. Like they are very specifically well, kind of here's, here's, zoning in on something, right? I, and I can, I can make, I can make an argument against that too. So when, when we started seeing people advertise it, right, when they finally started right. to cram it into their scope, the first thing I see is a photo of some woman saying, oh, I'm doing dry needling for sinusitis. And she had needles in acupuncture points for sinus congestion. Right. And it's like, that's an internal condition. That is not musculoskeletal. That is not neurological. But you're saying that they were trying to change this, keep the scope they, to musculoskeletal now. Well, no, no. So they're, what they're, what dry needling was is not what they're doing. Okay. What the indications that they're supposed to are absolutely limited to musculoskeletal and neurological. However, in practice, they're doing internal medicine. They're doing things like that and just basically following what they've seen acupuncturists do. So is well, that you know, they, not yes, bad acupuncture? Yes, it is. It is what acupuncturists do, but it's also the way to what they're doing as well, right? Like, so it's it, they got to get there somehow, right? Yeah, no, because they should only be looking at musculoskeletal function or or neurological function in those cases, right? They're not. That's not their scope. Their scope is physical therapy. Anything internal, anything psychological, anything uh, hormonal, anything digestive, they are when they put a needle in and they're doing it for something musculoskeletal, they have no way of teasing out those other effects, which they are grossly right. undertrained to do. So when we look at the cascade effect that happens in acupuncture, you can't tease out, hey, I'm just trying to loosen this muscle. Yeah, because so you all need to those be aware of that. Gonna, yeah, yeah. All those other things happen. It's a a cascade of physiological changes. So I guess I guess to keep going along that line, though, right? Yeah. Do you think that that because so far the one thing you've said that to me like stands out as the most logical argument is that one, right? Like, so yeah. if you're you're saying like, look, if I insert a needle at this point, whether I want x or y to happen you, or prefer x or y that. to happen yeah. they're both gonna fucking happen because i yeah. because we for nine thousand years know that this shit's gonna happen yeah. and, and if you cleaved off that that laundry list of functions to make your argument then what happens when you treat a pregnant woman and we well know that you shouldn't be doing these points on a pregnant woman right but that's right, not right. part of your training or right, so you're gonna fucking when they have a psychological meltdown, right? And right. I, I, I like at least twice a week, I have somebody fucking break down in tears on my table. Wow, that's interesting. Well, you know, we did have some psychology training from an East Asian medicine standpoint because that's where we're addressing them, right? And like, I'm staying in my lane. I'm not doing psychology. I'm following. Look, this is linear. From this system, sure. I didn't come over here and go. Well, Freud says, right, right, right. Now yeah, you know. So, so when you see those things, and 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 it smacks of like this, like I think I'm better than acupuncturists, and and that's the other thing. I mean, I, I I've never seen groups of people that like 
wag their dick around uh, for because they're called doctors like mds don't do that there's a couple of mds that do but all the young ones don't uh, they, like that's not the, that like they're, they're like yeah whatever you know i'm a i'm an md i'm a doctor right they don't have to go like well i'm a doctor of physical therapy it's like well uh, yeah. i'm a doctor of what chiropractic <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I look, man, you did the work. You got the doctorate. I fucking have one that's supposed to be equal to you. You think you're hot shit. Mm, I'm going to call you shit. I also have one of those. You're like, that's that's your response. You're like, I'm not impressed. I also. Have yeah, me too. Those. Put put it away, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else do we got? I, I've got a library card still. What are you? Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> should, are we are we comparing wallets? Do you yeah, want right. to? <laughs> Unless you got an Amex Black, I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> and even then, I'll just you know still not care. But I'll probably steal it and buy a car. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you something though. Like, yeah, you, we also have to really draw. I mean, when you're when you're examining this argument, you also have to draw in consideration for the people most likely to be capitalizing on the new freedom when this passes, right? And yeah. so. In my experience, there are two distinct groups of people that that go into that category, right? And and I'm saying this across over 20 years of designing websites for every single possible imaginable vertical that's out there, like we've made a uh-huh. website for. And most people's problems are identical, <laughs> you know, from vertical Absolutely. to vertical. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. people's problems don't fundamentally change. Right. And, um, and oh man, I totally lost where I was going with that because I got off on this web design tangent. Damn it. <laughs> um, but the, oh, yeah, yeah. There's two groups, right? There's two groups of people that are going to capitalize on the new freedom, right? There's going to be the people that are like, this is fucking awesome. I am super interested in this and I cannot believe I have this opportunity to use this medium and experiment with it. And they're the people that are going to probably end up knowing as much about acupuncture or more as uh, any licensed acupuncturist w- would do because they're just that person who's like on fire about it. Because look, let's be honest, dry needling is a very specific persona who's going to use that therapy for anything. And it's probably not your casual old school person. It's a cutting edge <laughs> like want to be up on the latest and greatest kind of practitioner, whatever you're going to call them, right? Like whatever yeah. you're training, right? So hopefully, encouragingly, I, I would say that the biggest representation of the two groups is this one in any vertical I've ever been a part of, right? So the people that are excited about it, that are going to move the needle in that vertical are mm-hmm. only that person because they feel very passionately about that topic. And so they're going to be the ones that literally roll up their sleeves and get to work day one. There is also the ambulance chasing side of that. I, I see. I don't which think is there's an ambulance smaller. chasing side here. I, I feel like this, this vertical. Well, I mean group, that I, I meant that more as a pejorative than an, well, but you don't, you, but you, you actually don't. In most States, it's a fucking weekend course. Tell me what, so that's what not discipline to, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, so even 80 hours, 80 hours is what we, what Maryland held physical therapists to. And, and 
to to then say, oh, we do electric stim, we do these other techniques. There's no there's no discussion of that. And if there's discussion of that, well, where's the practical time? Where is right. the safety discussion around right? using, you know, those, modalities. Around using those modalities, yeah. around using that technique, around even picking up the fucking needle? Right. Their big thing was like, well, we wear gloves and you guys don't. And it's like, do you know how many classes I had to take about how to touch a patient, not fucking get the needle dirty? Right. That's I'm sure why that I, I don't would, have to need uh, gloves. I, I'm guessing but, that uh, all of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had one there. There literally is a class called clean needle technique. It was a 30, 30 hours of didactic learning with practical. And then you have to pass an exam just to even like, this is how you set up your clean field. This is where you put your needles. This is where you could put the cotton balls in case they bleed. Uh, this is how you dispose of everything. And they make you take a weekend course after taking a whole semester of it. Just so you can even get to the clinic where you can pick up a needle and put it on a patient. Wow. So that's, and that's only, that's only what that's 30 hours just of that one class, yeah. you know? So I, I would, I would love to say that you're right about the, like, oh, it's going to be the people that are really going to advance. Well, I don't this. know if I'm right or wrong, but I'm just throwing I, out the possibility that like, I that don't, person I don't exists, think they're you know? there. This is that's shiny acupuncture is finally no, getting that shiny some, is the fucking capitalist thing. We were talking about earlier, man. That, I, the but shiny why, I, I'm really, telling you. I think, and I think I know you were going with the ambulance chaser. That's the capitalist side. I don't think it's that. If you want to read, and and if you Google like uh, burnout and physical therapists, they're fucking burning out. It's a shit job, right? No, Even I get, the ones that do well, you know. No, I know. And I'm not what, saying it's a shit job. They're helping people, but you know, it, it's a shit job where you you get ground out, you get bought, or you get bought hired. Uh, into like these big clinics because no one's really starting clinics, right? I mean, you could name probably five or six chain clinics. And the whole thing is you've got a team of billers that number as many as the fucking practitioners and right. grind out the insurance. So what, what makes those big capitalist chains happy? Let's add more modalities so we can bill more. Yeah, of course. That's my and, point. And I, like, and 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 I, I, so I don't think it's. Oh my god, I love this craft, and I this dry needling thing is the best thing since sliced bread. I feel like, you know, and this and this fucking happens. God, I I heard a fucking woman from from Hopkins talking about this, where like she was getting talked to because she didn't bill enough. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Now you you've know, heard and those it's stories like, a million times. But but you know, but what is going to stop another clinic that sees it as a cash cow? You sure. I mean, one time, so I was renting from a chiropractor because I do like chiropractors, and like I said, I refer to them, I go to them. I haven't knock on wood needed a physical therapist yet, but I refer to them. I treat them. I treat chiropractors too. But within that, um, oh shit! Now where was I going with this? <laughs> I, 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 oh, I was going to talk about the eighties with chiropractic, right? They, they had so many people that were getting busted for illegal, unethical billing practices for Medicare and Medicaid, right? They got too big for their own good. They swung too wide. 
And now if you look at the average income of uh, a chiropractor, it's not what they were making in the 80s. Why? They can't run the scams anymore. Right, right, right. So is that what's happening in all these big clinics right now? I can't say that for sure, but I bet you they're maximizing every possible patient's insurance plan that they can. Well, of course. I mean, it's in their best interest to do so, but- you know, it's funny. I'm in like month two of my concierge doctor experiment. Um, <laughs> and I got to tell you, it continues to impress, but nice. But here's the thing. It's, it was, was it the rectal exam? It was the rectal yeah, exam. That, that has yet to happen. <laughs> was, I'm actually, <laughs> I actually am sitting here with all these tests I have to go get and I just keep forgetting to schedule them. But yeah, one of them is a colonoscopy. So yay. Uh, did, uh, what's <laughs> You ever yeah, see the yeah. letter Kenny? You you watch Letter Kenny? No. Oh God, you should watch Letter Kenny. Uh, okay. Uh, in the last season, they all have to go get a physical. All the guys and like the new doctors in town. He's like he's the only one doing a prostate exam, and they're all like, "No, nah, can't do this." Yeah. <laughs> <And> all, <laughs> but uh, if if you like weird ass Canadian humor, which uh, God damn it, that show's amazing. Uh, well, um, I put it on the list, but yeah, I mean, so. So listen, I, I, I know Sorry, we're, we're, we're up I, against we're, time. We're, no, no, we're up against yeah. time with this topic. But I mean, listen, I think the important takeaway for me on, on talking about this tonight is that we do we are living in a time where these questions are going to be real different, right? Like, so now we're not, because we're talking about this epic change that's happening in yeah. a very compressed time frame. Quite literally, our DNA is not programmed to handle change at that rate. Like it's just not it, so, and we have no precedent for this in literal human history. Like we do not, this has never existed. So the question is going to become how the fuck does humankind deal with that massive change in everything? And, you know, you and I are down this rabbit hole on weird health shit, but yeah, weird health shit today in 2022 is going to be real fucking different than weird hell shit uh, in 2032. Like, well, it's going to be give fucking it, Give it three grand. years, man. Give it fucking three years. No, I know, but 2032, you imagine what weird health looks like then? I don't know. We'll probably look exactly the same. We'll probably be as healthy as we've always been. I, I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's be I don't nuts. anticipate big things changing for me personally, but I, yeah. I mean, in terms of what's considered- What's going to happen you know, around, yeah. Right now, you got like the, you know- the Ben Greenfields or whoever are going to go out and get, you know, $30,000 stem cell injections in every, in every, you know, joint in their body. And, and, yeah. and I'm like sitting there going, that sounds intriguing. I would really like to see what that's like. But then I'm like, but then I'd have to spend $30,000. Yeah. On stem yeah. Cell. And, and you know, they're like, not paying for it, right? And, well, no, they're, I know they're, they're not they, paying they for it. They plug the clinic. But what I'm saying is like, even if, even if I could, somehow work it out. It's just a lot of effort to do that. So I'm probably not going to do that. But like, if that's what's happening in 2020, right? Yeah. What's happening in 2030 with the same demographic? Are they like, you know, experimental head replacement surgery where you just put somebody else's head on your body altogether? All right. Here's like, another, you, here's you know, another like, one you can watch off of Amazon called Uploaded. Uploaded is one and of the it deals with greatest this. show ever. Isn't it? I like. I was so glad that the second season came out. Now so I'm upset stop, that stop, I didn't stop. wait. I have, the, not, I have not watched any of the uh, second season yet. So relax. wait, wait, because wait, because they're at series. They're at episode seven. A new one will be out uh, in a couple of days, and I think they do twelve. So, oh, so I because they're they're twenty minutes long. Yeah, you just yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, but you know what's oh. funny? 
the first episode of that show, I really got very, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh God. Yeah. I, like, you can <clears throat> see that in our lifetime. Right? I was like, holy fucking shit. Who's trying to upload it? Was it Diamantis or who's trying to upload their consciousness to a server? Uh, I, I think I think Musk was doing that like that brain lattice thing. Like oh, you put yeah. some anyway, thing on the, it. every billionaire out there right now who's into tech is like doing weird shit to try to do this. And and like I get it. It's an interesting idea. Listen, I'm not even knocking it. That that wasn't even a fucking insult. That was like me being like the only people that can afford to have this conversation are billionaires. Like there's not this is not a a poor man. Which sport. brings me back to capitalism. <clears throat> I know, but it's not a <laughs> look, uploading, you know, dramatic anthropological shifts in humankind are not driven by minimum wage employees for the most part. Usually, no, usually it takes some wackadoo billionaire dumping billions of dollars into it to make it go anywhere. I mean, it's, it's literally like rarefied <laughs> air, right? Like those people are not. And, and, but, and that's, again, it's not even an insult, but what I'm saying is upload brings up a very fascinating story because like, you literally are fucking forever bound to finances, like forever, because like that can, one where they have the plan that runs out and they all turn gray. <laughs> yeah. You know? Can can you watch the series two by next week? Can you? <laughs> I think we should do an episode on that because that's a that's such a fucking cool concept. No, like I your mean, consciousness so never I, dies. I, I build technology for a living. So like, look, listen, nobody. I'm in a very interesting seat, right? And and, and actually, I, I I could use this as my sort of like um, what I'm doing right now. Uh, All right, cool. Because we should probably yeah, wrap yeah. it up. Yeah. So so I'm involved in two projects right now um, that are sort of really different. Like, and I can't really go into what they are. Um, yeah, necessarily, yeah. but, but like they are not like a marketing site, like they're, it's building new technology, it's doing new things in new ways, and it has the potential to really impact both of the verticals that these things are for, right? Like in a meaningful way, like in a seismic shift kind of way. So they're really exciting projects. They could go nowhere, but they also, you know, like they're really exciting projects and, um, and Tech not what it reminds me of is that I'm in this really unique seat where I get a front row front row view of all the new technologies that are coming out and these people with these crazy fucking ideas and like how do you make it work and how do you make software to make this hardware work and it's the shit that they are coming up with nowadays is off the charts <laughs> like there's not even a a yardstick built to measure these kinds of things right like it's and so like, I think the next 10 years are going to be absolutely breathtaking. Like I cannot wait. Awesome, man. But awesome. it's going to be so different. And I, and here's where I was getting at with your thing tonight, right? We know it's going to be different to degrees that we can't even describe with vo vocabulary that you and I have right now. Right? Yeah, like we're, we're going to have a whole different lexicon to explain this level of change. If we believe that to be true, then it would seem illogical to get ensconced in these arguments that you are, you're talking about tonight, right? And this is a this is me advocating for you kind of letting why you should let this go. Uh, look, look, man, I, I needed to blow this off. So no, I, I think know. But I, so I, for I got, today, you know, I got it out. Yeah, too, for yeah. today, that that's right. But here's what I'm saying. 
this is the first of many battles that you never saw coming, right? Like this is just the tip of the iceberg. We know it's going to change. As technology changes, your field is going to further bifurcate. It wouldn't shock me if there was a hundred offshoots of acupuncture in 10 years. And they got so fucking, because when AI hits the scene, right? We dumb primates have been calculating the calculus yeah. of acupuncture for maybe 9,000 years, whatever. Who gives a fuck? 9,000 years of knowledge will be acquired by an AI. It just happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Like, and so like the rate of knowledge acquisition that you're talking about and applying to things is going to be irrelevant as it's described today, because in 10 years, if AI continues on the trajectory it's on, we won't have boundaries. <laughs> And it will have boundaries, but they'd be far more abstract in nature. I, I don't think. I think I don't think. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There's there's no way we can think of it because we're talking about a computer that can make billions of yeah, microscopic calculations in, in fractions of seconds. Yeah, it, you just you're simply never going to beat that. Right. And once that learns and I do have a client that made an image, an AI image engine, and it is one of the absolute most effective image searches that exists on Earth today. And the software wow. is absolutely bonkers. It took 15 years to make. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the hard part's done and it's getting better at its job and they're getting better at it. But what I'm saying is it has taken 15 years to essentially yeah. tell you where a Nike logo exists on an image everywhere on the it, internet. You know, it's going to be crazy though. At some point, AI is going to be creating AI. No, you should. That's all, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then 15 years is going to be a blink of an eye too. But see, this is my point, right? Like imagine how irrelevant this conversation is going to be in 10 years because you will have had 87 seismically different versions of this that are happening more and more and more and more. And like I said, mm -hmm. it would not surprise me if in 10 years you and I come back and do a, you know, a. An, a an anniversary holograph cast or whatever the hell is fucking going on vr from our heads and jars <laughs> yeah whatever the fuck <laughs> it is you come back and say yeah look what we thought we called it fucking shit was gonna get weird and like you're not gonna give a dick about this fucking ridiculous conversation like who get uh, probably yeah you know and so i guess when i see people getting worked up these days about weird shit i i'm i'm I think I'm almost officially transitioned to the, I know what's coming. So I need to be very aware of what I spend energy on that I uh -huh. know is outside of my control, right? Like who the president is or, you know, who, who the president is, which seems to be the most igniting factor we've ever talked about is really only up to my single vote. <laughs> like, right like, yeah yeah that's at the about end all of the, the control day, you have over that, that it. is yeah. the control i have in that and i could be passionate i could join causes i can you know blog i can help influence others to make their vote be in alignment with mine but at the end of the day it's not in my control at all like i can do my job and make sure that i contributed to the conversation but ultimately there's nothing I can do. If if I want A to be president and B gets elected, that's just kind of the, the way it rolls. And when that happens, and it's not the one you wanted, it is going to be 
you know, you, you have two choices, right? You could argue every day for the time that person is president about all the reasons why they shouldn't have been president. Or you could just kind of take a four year break and just wait for the next cycle to come along and light a fire then. Because quite frankly, that's about as useful as you can be in this equation. Right. Mm. Right. And, and like, so I always think it's a weird waste of energy to just start yapping and moaning about something that's outside of your control. Right. And so when I, when I look at things with the rate of change, I anticipate, and I hear arguments like you made here, I, I, my first reaction is your friend is like, get all passionate and emotional with you. Be like, Oh my God, fuck those people. Let's kill them all. But then you start peeling it back. You're like, well, look, man, this is just the start, dude. This is going to change like at a crazy pace. (laughs) So this is probably going to be your least problem problem. (laughs) Well, you know, Matt, I'm going to say something. I I think the LSD that you've been using, I mean, microdosing, we're talking about, I don't want to just hang it out there. Yeah, just like other shows. But like, I, I think it's doing the thing you want it to, man, because that 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 that's a, a, a an amazing summation of of the reason why I shouldn't be worked up about this. I, I think you're absolutely right there. Yeah, I'm just food for thought, I guess. Right. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. throw it at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, see what sticks, man, you know. But um, I, th- so what, I think we should wrap this. Yeah. Up. What are you up to? What are you up to? Are I have up? like, man, I Aside you know, from I had obsessing a- about this. I, I so God, what am I planning on doing? I don't know. I had such a great weekend. Um, we uh, well, I, I took my crew out to a Pool Island Brewery. I, I don't I guess we're plugging them, but they have on tap about seven or eight non gluten alcoholic beverages. So they have a, a couple of wow. uh, hard ciders that they make in house. They had an old fashioned hard cider, which was which was a good time. They had a sake like uh, drink. Uh, they, ha- of course, have a cider. Um, and then they had, uh, God, a, 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 a wine. What did you say? A wine hybrid. They had a red and a white wine hybrid. What is which that? Were like a, I don't know. I, I think I, they were both 14%. But uh, I, I, it's such a cool little place, man. Well, I, hey, cool. I, t- I told my crew we're going to do it once a month now. Um, I like that. And idea. then. Can and I join course, the crew for one of you, those? I, I will. Yeah. I will text you. I will text <laughs> like, you. It's probably going to be a Saturday that? after work, and and yeah, hey, no, man, that drive on up. No, that sounds yeah. perfect. Well, cool, man. Uh, you know, hey, thanks again. I, I think these conversations are are awesome, and uh, I hope you uh, don't get fired from any of your uh, <laughs> committees. I, I'm, I'm technically self employed, and if I got fired, I just I'm a bigger threat to people yeah <laughs> like tom will take us all down take us all down <laughs> all right buddy man have a good all right, week. man take you too Bye. take it easy be subversive irreverent health is wealth but you knew that everybody knows that but so was following us on social media at irreverent health and check out our website for more exclusive content at irreverenthealth.com oh i like this thanks for tuning into this episode of irreverent health